Hi. If you are listening to this episode when it airs, we're coming up at the end of the first month of 2023. How did it go for you? How's it going for you so far here in uh, New Year land? Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm always honest with you. I hit the ground walking this year rather than running. And I kind of started slow, which actually I think was the word on the entrepreneurial street this year. I'm not sure what it was, what was in the air, but uh, something definitely was and, and, and maybe still is. So I used my month of January to focus only on, and I say only, but there's still a lot of things. I focused on my marketing momentum lab, kicking that off, being there to support the members. Um, I had some new one-to-one client projects. I actually started with three and then it just kind of like quickly spiraled, not spiraled, uh, upward spiraled into more than just three. So it's been crazy town over here. Um, I'm also doing a collaboration with a couple of fellow entrepreneurs. And so I've been focusing on that. I interviewed most of my podcast guests for the entire month of February. And I actually have strategized like all of my upcoming content and brainstorming ideas through April. And despite like being a person that does content and writes a lot of content, that's actually a big, big uh, step for me because usually I'm like the cobbler's son's shoes. So far this year, I've really been trying to stay grounded in sticking what's working and going deeper into what I am already doing and not like wavering around or vacillating. So a lot of my first couple of months this year are really going to be spent just like honing in on what's going great and what's working and going deeper on my content and reconnecting with past business owners or business owners that I've lost touch with that I really want to stay in contact with in my network. And we're going to get into more of that next month because in February, I will be focusing on the topic or theme of connection. And I'm going to share some of my own thoughts on networking. And I also have some really good guests that are going to be talking about not just our connection with others, but also our connection with ourselves. But before we get into next month, Let's wrap up the month at hand, shall we? Um, January, you may have heard me say, although I'm not saying it as often this year, the theme was fresh starts. And maybe you're a little confused because you're like, wait a minute, you just said you were going to keep doing the same old, same old this year. How is that at all a fresh start? And I am so glad you asked. I don't like confusion either. So let me clear it up for you. Um, That is what this episode is all about. It's about making old things new. It's about going deeper on the things that we are already doing and just dusting things off, sprucing them up and making them as shiny and new as can be way better than that refurbished iPhone. Specifically, when I'm talking about old things, in this case, I mean content. So I'm talking about going deeper on the content you've already got to make it go further and even more impactful. Because if you have been doing this entrepreneurship thing for really like any length of time, you probably have more content than you even realize hiding in all sorts of places. And still, You probably sit down some days ready to create and you feel like you have absolutely nothing to say and share and you just can't pull something out of anywhere. This is something I hear time and time and time again as a content writer. So I said to myself, I think it is time for a content overhaul and this is how we're going to do it. We're going to make it really easy for you. We're going to take stock of what you already have, what's already 
worked and working so you can repurpose it, reuse it into more and effectively get your message out into the world. And don't worry, we're going to make this fun. I'm going to sit here by your side and help you locate it, track it down and put it to good use starting today. So buckle up and let's get into this, shall we? Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who are on a mission to create the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm your host, Emily Aborn, and together we are inspiring, growing, and giving you the tools you need to bring ideas to life so you can build whatever this means for you. All right. And if this is your first time listening, I know you can like totally garner the gist of the of the show from the intro music, but I'm Emily Aborn. I'm the host of the show. I'm a content writer and I'm the leader of the She Built This community, which in addition to being this podcast, it's a free online community space where we help women entrepreneurs to come together, share resources, brain power, and help one another as we create lives, build lives around what we love. And I do tend to start my episodes off with a little story. Today is, of course, no exception. So here is story time on how this exact episode came to be in the first place. Back in November, rewind with me, November of 2022, I had some time to kill because my business had gone like kind of uh, nutso in a really good way in September and October. But then as I was winding down for the year, it sort of slowed down in those last two months, November and December. It was honestly a gift because it gave me a lot of time to think and reflect on what I was doing and plan and think about where I wanted to go. So during the slow time, I decided to work on a project that I had had on my list for like 6,000 years. And the project was that I wanted to create an opt-in for myself. I do these all the time for my clients, plus the email sequences to go with them. Yet again, I was a classic case of the cobbler's son's shoes, and I didn't have one for myself. And in case you don't know what an opt-in is, We'll get into that in another episode, but an opt-in or a lead magnet is basically something that you offer to someone else in exchange for their email and usually their name. So some examples of lead magnets are things like digital downloads or guides or eBooks, webinars, videos, mini courses, checklists, basically anything that you give your audience that helps them and then also encourages them to learn more about your business. Plus it gets them on your email list. So that was the uh, intention behind it. Mine was a little workbook called Three Places Your Content Might Be Hiding. And my thought was that I would help people to bring this content out of hibernation and into the world by tracking it down and effectively repurposing it. So I put together the opt-in. I wrote it. I designed it. I made the landing page, the three-part email sequence. I set it all up. And then I was like, nah, this isn't the one. <laughs> and I didn't feel like having an opt-in. I kind of like thought it through and I was like, this isn't exactly where my ideal client is uh, coming from. So I decided that I was going to keep the pretty design that I made and I still want to share it with you. So of course, I included the PDF as a link in this episode's show notes and as a resource you can get before, during, while, after you listen 
But I just didn't want it to be the way that I had done it with the whole opt-in thing. I just was like, you know what? I don't need to do this. So I cut and pasted what I'd used in the follow-up emails so I could have those for future social media posts because like not to toot my own horn, but they were good emails. Um, and I also cut and pasted all the information in the actual opt-in itself and I said, I'm going to reuse this as a blog or a podcast, or maybe I'll expand it and um, personalize it for people more with like a future workshop. So that is what brought me to this episode today. It is a repurposing of the repurposing guide. It's like actually so, so meta. It's not even funny. Um, but here's the thing from my perspective with this particular instance. I know that the information I was putting in that guide is super helpful. And I also know that it's going to actually reach more hearts, more minds, more ears if I share it in this format rather than how I was going to share it before. Plus, it like brings me more joy to share it in this format. And so that is what this episode is all about. It's not about finding what is missing, what you're doing wrong, what you can add to your content strategy or your plan. It's about using what you already have right at your fingertips so it can be more effective and then how do you actually put that to good use starting right now, starting today? So whew, if you are ready, I'm ready, as you can probably tell. So let's take stock of these little hidden content gems that you have all over the place and dive in. And before we get started, I will say this until I am blue in the face, like I strongly believe this as a content writer, repurposing is simple. It is easy, but it is not simply a matter of cut and paste and then repeat. Sometimes, like on rare occasion, that might be all you have to do. But in my experience, the idea is really to dust off the pieces, creatively refresh them, reinvent them new ways. And in some cases, if you post something on LinkedIn that you're also posting on Instagram, in some cases, in many cases, you have to reformat it just a little bit. So to give you an idea of what I sort of mean by this and like what it really looks like, here's something I do personally with my own content. This year, I'm trying to challenge myself to create one, just one piece of content a week and then repurpose it in many, 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 many different ways. This is going to be truly magical, like especially when I do solo episodes like this one. Um, but even weeks that I have guests on my show, I mean, it's a little more challenging, but it's still a practice that I can and want to maintain. It makes my life easier and it keeps everything very cohesive. So let's say, for example, I want to repurpose a podcast episode or a blog or an email newsletter. I usually start with a massive brain dump of ideas and sub ideas and stories and tips and takeaways, like just a dump. It does not need to be organized, does not need to be fancy. This is just like a list of stuff around that topic. And then I parse that down into different modes and methods of sharing the same information in different ways. So it might leave me with a tip, a social media post, a story, a podcast, a blog, Blah, 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 blah. But it all branches off that same tree. And I hope that that makes sense. Once in a while, every so often, it is simple as cut and paste and call it a day. But usually I find that it needs some finessing depending on where I'm sharing it and how... Uh, how I do it in order to make it new. So when you decide to sit down and apply these repurposing tips for yourself... 
I recommend you get an electronic document handy or or a notebook so that you can kind of cut, paste, and rework as you get started on your little hide-and-seek project here. And if some of the categories don't apply to you, just skip them and move along. Like we're only focusing on the categories you already have. We're not creating something new. So just the categories that apply for you. When I do this for one-to-one clients, uh, it's called a content bank. And I make like this super fancy, highly organized library of content. I love to use the headings feature in Google Docs. If you're familiar with Google Docs, It makes it really easy to reference each and every piece of content uniquely. So for example, I might have a heading that would say tips from blog post, posts introducing, you know, Debbie, uh, educational topics, et cetera, et cetera. So do this electronically or in your notebook, however you want, however it makes you happy. Um, Use whatever organizing system works for you. And please, for the love of Pete, like do not overthink the uh, look of it all. Okay, so let's dive in. I have three, three places your content is hiding and then also how to bring it back to life from those places. So number one is your website. This is a very commonly overlooked hiding spot. Your website is a huge source of social media posts, blogs, and more. On your homepage alone, you can get three, maybe four standalone social media posts out of whatever you have on there. And P.S., this is the little lesson of the week here. The pages on your website should have, need to have, at least 300 words per page for Google to even recognize that it's supposed to be picking up that page, picking up what you're putting down. And a homepage should ideally have more than that. If you need help adding your words to your homepage or any other page on your website, you know who to call. Call me. Don't call Ghostbusters. But let me give you an example. So so ideally, I'm speaking to you if you have more than 300 words on your homepage. But even with 300 words, I think you can get at least two or three posts. Here's an example from my homepage, okay? My copy on my homepage says, are you a little quirky and fun? Or are you more of the professional who just cuts to the chase and takes care of business? Maybe you're calm, down to earth, grounded. Whether you're buttoned up, playful, eclectic, wild, a total nerd, or anything in between, I unlock your one-of-a-kind voice and bring it out with creative content that reaches the hearts and minds of those whom you're meant to serve and help grow. The best content is content that reflects you. So that's the copy on my homepage. I could now turn that exact, like pretty much word for word. I would probably, like I said, do some finessing, but I could turn it into a social media post speaking specifically to each of those personalities. I could make it a social media post talking about why content needs to reflect your personality and how important that is and then how I differ, how I stand out in helping my clients do exactly that. I could write a blog talking about how to find your voice or your brand personality or your tone and then like how to put that into your copy. Um, If I was the kind kind of person that liked to do videos, which I'm not, I could also make it a Facebook Live or an Instagram Reel and like the possibilities are really endless, but those are just some ideas to get you started. So next up, let's go over to your uh, about page and your bio. Your about page is a super fun spot to discover like these standalone posts and also potential blogs. So you can turn it into like one of those introduction posts that you see on social media. Maybe you have 
like on my website, I have past speaking appearances or podcast features. And like literally every single one of those speaking appearances, every single one of those podcast features, there's an individual post and also PSs in my email newsletter. So do you see how I'm talking about repurposing what you already have and creating new content and refreshing things? Like maybe there's an interview that didn't get as much uh, listenership or love as it should have. I can just reuse that. Like these things stay on podcast platforms forever. Uh, and many of them stay on YouTube forever or for a very, very long time. So your audience can still access them, whether it's a year later, a month later, you get the idea. Um, technically, I could actually probably do an entire podcast telling you about my bio, but I'm not going to bore you with that. But you could do something like that. If you really want your audience to get to know you more, write an email based on your bio. Um, when you do this kind of thing, I just want to give my my two cents on this. Make sure to turn the attention back on your people and ask them a question about themselves or get them to engage in your content by saying something like, you know, what do we have in common? Or what's your favorite warm beverage to drink on a winter day, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You get the idea. You can look at like tons and tons of these. Uh, if you just look up the hashtag Friday introductions, you'll see some really good um, inspiration on how to do one of these for yourself. All right, let's quickly move on to the services pages. And then we're going to get into the second place your content's hiding. So on your services page, your each of your individual services, that can hold up as a multiple standalone post. And sometimes you can even turn that service into a blog. Um, uh, I would venture, I would encourage you to say, how can you make that helpful and then lead to your service at the end. But you could turn it into an entire blog. But each of these services is definitely a standalone um, promotional social media post for sure. Uh, if you have courses, webinars, or other resources on your website, just remember each course, each webinar, every resource, that's a post, that's a blog, that's a video. And um, oh, let's not forget the unused website content that you didn't use on your website that's sitting in a Google Doc on your Google Drive. You know the one. Go look at it. Time to revive it. Because if I had to guess, every sentence on your website is hiding out, waiting for you to expand upon it. But there's probably a whole lot of sentences you wanted to include on that website that you did not that are also waiting for you to expand upon them. So, oh, and if you don't have website content for your website, um, I got to say, it's one of the things I love to do and I do best. And I love creating the kind of content that you can, in fact, easily repurpose and use in other ways. So if you need help in that department, send me a messenger pigeon or an email or whatever. Um, okay. The second place your content is hiding and how to bring it back to life past social media posts and also articles or blogs. Tell me if this ever happens to you. You write a social media post. You are so super duper proud of it. You feel like it was some of your best work. But you know Instagram, they are not exactly in the business of making sure that everyone is seeing that fabulous post of yours. So maybe no one saw it. Maybe no one commented. You can just repurpose it. You can literally rinse, reuse, recycle, do the exact same post again. You can do it word for word this time, okay? You can actually copy and paste. Just change up the picture, repost it later in the week or at another time. 
I went through my Instagram at the end of uh, the year last year, and I copied and pasted a whole bunch of some of my best work, if I do say so myself, into a Google Doc. Some of it did get a lot of comments, but I'm just going to repurpose it. I'm going to reuse it. I'll tweak it to be more seasonal or relevant and include whatever like evolutions of my wackoness have developed, but it will mostly for the most part be the exact same stuff in a different little package. And you can do this too. If you did a great reel and the caption was super long, remember people are not always reading super long captions with your reel. You can post it again with that same caption as a carousel or a stationary post cut, cut, paste, copy, whatever. I don't know. I don't know how you do it, but you know what I mean? Post it as a carousel or a stationary post with the exact same words. You can also, I've seen this done. This is a little popular trend right now. You can share that long caption as a graphic and make the actual caption and the graphic the star of the show. So you kind of break that out into um, different frames and you, you break the caption down into like something people can swipe on. People love it and it's a popular trend, like I said. And then you can also reverse engineer your social media content. You can turn a stationary post or a carousel into a reel. You can take multiple smaller posts and turn them into an article or a blog. And like 85% of the time, I'd say any video that you're doing, any live video you're doing can usually be broken down into multiple smaller chunks or blown up bigger into blogs. So if you've got it, you can dream up how to reuse it. And here's uh, something to keep in mind. Chances are pretty high that people are not seeing it for a second time. And if they do, like they may not even remember it. So remember half the time people are cruising around so fast, they didn't read it thoroughly the first time or they didn't read it at all. And maybe they weren't even in a place then where it's really gonna land for them. And now they're actually seeing it exactly when they need to or exactly when it's going to stick. So uh, just just to sum all that up, take any past article, break it down into individual social media posts, offering tips, nuggets, takeaways, turn it into a reel. Um, you can take old social media posts that are about the exact same thing and repurpose them into a blog, or you can take exact social media posts and just completely reuse the post itself. Again, this is really just helping to inspire you and to rethink like how you can turn everything you're doing into just more so that it can be so much easier for you. Okay, and the third and last place that your content is hiding and how to bring it back to life is podcasts and public speaking engagements. Whether you have been a guest on podcasts or you have a podcast of your own or if you've been a speaker or led a workshop, depending on what you got, in the old kitty, this could be endless sources of content for you. So what I would do, what I have done as a guest on shows as well as a host, is I focus on episodes and speaking engagements where I give really practical, tangible takeaways or a framework for, um, or if it's like a very um, inspirational lesson, but it's, it's, condensable, let's say. So each and every single podcast, each and every single speaking engagement, each and every workshop you do, it holds so much potential. 
it's a wealth of content. And when it's done well, repurposing can have you just like showing up, doing the thing, sitting back, relaxing, and basking in the wads of content you just created. You can actually even, and this is a pro tip, you can even repurpose before the episode or the event starts. So I'm going to give you a little peek behind the scenes here. Here is my pre-recording process or pre-workshop process. Most workshops, podcasts, speaking engagements that I'm a part of, and maybe this is different for you, but it does take a little prep on my side. So for example, for my podcast, I'm reading books or I'm listening to other podcast episodes or I'm gathering ideas, researching my guests. So before I'm even getting started, I already like have pieces of content written because I'm asking myself questions as I'm going through this process. And guess what? These questions I'm asking myself and striving to answer in the content I'm delivering, these are great questions for you to ask your audience or answer for them as well. So Another thing I like to do is to tease people with a little bit of an upcoming episode or a blog coming soon and get some of their questions around that topic before I even launch the thing into the world and tell them how it will solve all their problems in life. Then when it goes live, you can take any podcast or speaking engagement and turn it into an email or a blog. Podcasts and speaking engagements can be reused as video content. It can be turned into a workshop of your own or shortened into a short little Facebook Live or a reflection piece on what it was like having that experience. I often also find that like I can break it down into multiple social media posts and just to give you some inspiration about that, like, you know, tips that you shared or if you are one who gives fantastic quotes, you can pull out fantastic quotes in what you shared. Or maybe it's like an information piece and you break it out into like an informational graphic or a carousel post that shows that process in a visual form. So this is just some examples. I mean, I could give you tons and tons more, but what I actually do on a weekly basis with many of my podcast episodes, all from just one episode, I have a story about how the guests and I met or maybe like a backstory about why I created the episode. So you heard me do that at the beginning and I could easily just repurpose that exact story at the beginning into something for social media as well. Um, I might share a teaser about hearing the outcome and getting the answers on something soon and then I will share a tip or quick educational win And don't forget, you have the actual episode or blog or workshop to share. Um, And then maybe I'm going to tie it in with like what I do for work and give people a call to action that guides to a specific service or product that I offer. I got quotes from the episode. I got ideas on how you can help support without even listening or without even watching. So see how you don't even need to be the one like creating, like even if you're a guest on somebody else's show or on somebody else's platform, like you don't even need to be the one to originate the content to get all these ideas. You can still repurpose it. In fact, I recommend that if if guesting and being a speaker and being on uh, teaching workshops is part of your plan, your business strategy, um, I recommend you build a lot of the concepts that you're working with on into your content plan. So 
Um, one other idea if you are on a stage or you are on a podcast is like every single question that you get asked by someone else on that stage or on that podcast, the answer to that question and the question itself can be repurposed into at least a post. Some of them can be blogs, they can be emails, they can be videos, they can be lives. But even if you're not the host, you can repurpose the conversation you had on someone else's platform. And I will say this, you will win major collaboration brownie points. Your podcast host, your workshop host, they will be ever so grateful if you share your heart out about what you're doing on their platform. So that's what I got. Those are the three places that your content is hiding and how to bring it back to life. And I'm not like toot my own horn here. I think that people are always talking about repurposing and how brilliant it is, but I really do believe that this is where the magic lies. Um, and just rethink things, like get creative. I have created entire content banks for clients, like complete with blogs, social media posts, emails, all from videos that they had already living on Facebook or YouTube or courses in their membership that they were deciding not to use anymore. I've even written an entire book for someone using mostly content that they had living in videos in a Facebook group. So if I can do it, you can do it. And I hope that this episode gave you a couple of ideas, but mostly just showed you how the possibilities are truly endless and you can make it so much easier on yourself because repurposing helps you save time, energy, headache. And the bonus is, in, in addition to saving you from pain, it also elevates all of your messaging with consistency and cohesion. So it's like, oh, and it gets you in front of more people. It helps your message spread further. So it's really a win-win-win. Um, okay, and then here's this one thing to calm down. You're probably overexcited brain right now. You don't need to conquer Rome in a day. You don't need to do all this now. You don't need to do it all at once. You can, it's never too late. So just start whenever you're ready and when you feel most enthusiastic to do it because that content that is hiding out like here, there, and everywhere, it's not going anywhere. Trust me. Um, and I do want to give you one more bonus tip when it comes to stuff that you are creating from scratch. So the stuff that you're creating right now, when you are actively creating new content, ask yourself, how can I intentionally create this into more pieces than just one? And I feel the need to remind you of this just one more time. Even if the person reading, listening, watching, even if they're your most loyal fan, not everyone reads your blog, not everyone listens to your podcast, not everyone saw your Facebook Live or sees your social media posts or reads your emails because our brains are all so different and like to consume content in different ways. Your audience interacts with your content in different ways. So by you getting a little creative and providing it in different formats and broken down into different styles, you're doing your audience a huge service. You're actually serving them even better by delivering how they best interact with your content right to their doorstep. Plus, you are just bringing that level of cohesion to what you're creating. I mean, you're going to be the envy of all your entrepreneurial friends, trust me. So I, of course, uh, wrote a whole blog about how to repurpose one piece of content into seven more so that you can really reap the rewards of spreading your message further without needing to compromise on depth. So if you're more of a, if you are like, I need 
more of this. I need to read more. Um, I'm going to link that in the show notes along with the guide that walks you through all this, which I promise it's way easier to digest than me in this entire episode. (laughs) And if you're like, oh my God, I'm over all of this already. I just want someone to take it off my plate. Or you want someone to walk you through it really specifically and how it relates to your exact business because this is just general advice, general information. If you want something more personalized, I would love to chat with you. I love helping my clients repurpose and write fresh content. So you can book a call with me at the um, link in the show notes or just send me an email and we will hash out the details. So On that note, I will leave you until next week. I always welcome and invite your feedback and your Apple podcast reviews. I'm 100% entirely human, and I love hearing back from my listeners so, so much. If you found this episode helpful or if you have more questions, uh, feel free to shoot me an email, send me a message on Instagram or LinkedIn or, you know. However, however you and I chat and make sure you check out the show notes because I do have that PDF in there and I also have that blog on how to turn one piece of content into seven more. And with that, I wish you a fantastic rest of your week. To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org. 